Hey there, friends, family, and fans of the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, and welcome to the season of giving. Welcome is right. We want to welcome all of you to join us in a never-ending fight to fill faces with smiles. We're going to be filling stockings with joy and putting some presents under the tree this year. We're going to treat people to some treats, some gifts, and some smiles. See, after Tommy bought his eighth big screen TV and fourth brand new truck this year, he decided that he really wanted to do something to give back and help folks that aren't fortunate enough to buy an Apple product every time the wind blows. And when I brought the idea to Pat, he, of course, was happy to help, as long as he didn't have to do any work at all and could just find other people to do his part for him. Well, I guess that brings us to you. Local, in-house, across state lines, near and far, we need your help to help the less fortunate have an awesome Christmas this holiday season. We're going to leave a link for you to support the cause and give a little during this wonderful winter time. Give a little, give a lot, or if anyone you know could maybe use some of the holiday cheer that we're collecting, please contact us at the number nine podcast at gmail.com and give some of the details as to what's going on and what the family could use to make their season brighter. All right. Is this where I say good day? No, we just can't ask for donations and not set an example, Pat. And technically we can. If you just shove some coal in that mouth, we can still help plenty of folks. Oh, you're the worst. Guys, we're getting this kindness train rolling by no, by donating some of the money we've been paid by our good friends over at Anchor.fm, who make podcasting easy as pie, by the way. Okay, perfect. At least we still have our football winnings. We're also going to donate the money we made this year in the, num- in the number nine oh. with Tommy football suicide pool. Holy manger, Tom. What's next? You want to give money out of our own pockets? Lastly, we're going to going to dip into our joint bank account that's right me and this guy have a joint bank account for all of you who listen to the show and all my betting stories you know that's the worst gamble i could ever take wait so we're giving podcast earnings gambling earnings and our own money yes folks that's what we're talking about we're not just asking for money we're doing as much as we can but we're asking for help we want to create as much positivity and joy as we can this holiday season Well, this took a turn faster than the general public's opinion of Amber Heard when we found out all those accusations about Johnny Depp were fabricated. So you're on board. You're going to love your neighbor like you're always preaching? I am. Let's do this. Let's go help kids and families who might need an extra gift or two under the tree. That, folks, is the spirit. From all of us at the Number 9 with Tommy podcast to all of you, joyous Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, and happy Cha Chawanki Ka. Pat, what the hell does that say? I mean, I believe that's Hanukkah. No freaking way that says Hanukkah. I'm dead ass, bro. I'm going to take your word for it. Mams and sirs, I say good holiday. Please, mams and sirs. Wow, good days. That's a good start. Good day, mams and sirs, and welcome to part B of episode 123 here on the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. We, of course, separated the show into multiple parts because we abandoned our loyal fans for two weeks, breaking multiple hearts. But the holidays had us overstuffed with turkey and us dropping multiple farts. We're back now with part B, and we're going to get right into Three Finger News, which is sure to shock you. Let's give it up for Tommy fucking Washington, the podcasting genius behind the show. What's been up, man? How are you? I don't think I'm a podcasting genius. Uh, You're like the Thomas Edison of podcasts. And just so we're clear here, Pat, I'm not numbering this A or B. It's This is episode 124. Oh, wow, that really fucks up my timeline. All right. How does it fuck up I your mean, timeline? I appreciate what you've done. It's just putting more episodes out there. Yeah, we're just putting out another episode. It's going to be episode 124. <laughs> and, then on, All right. uh, and then on Thursday, you guys will get episode 125. See what we did there? Perfect. <clears throat> All right, so uh, three-finger news. Did we cover everything in the last thing? We did. We, we got through the whole timeline. Well. We're pretty fucking good, you and I. We really are. Uh, oh, it says new champion. What's that? Uh, you tell me. I don't know. Is there a new champion in your family, Tom? Oh, uh, yeah. So you guys heard me complain all the time about Colin going to his football stuff on Sundays. That's why we couldn't do the podcast in the morning and all that stuff. Uh, well, these little fuckers, I don't know how they did it, but they uh, they won the Sugar Bowl. Uh, so Pat, I want to call them champions, right? Because the way they broke this off was into there's like 18 teams in the league, right? So what they did was 
the nine best fucking little league team league. Well, it's all it's all over the state, dude. Like, oh, okay. We went to North Haven for this fucking games. The last two games of the oh season, I had to go to North Haven to play them. But, um, so they separate it into the nine best teams and the nine worst teams in the division, right? So they won. The Sugar Bowl is the nine worst teams, and they uh, and they won that shit. They won. Uh, I I can't fucking believe it. Still, they uh, they won their game that against a team that they had never played before. They absolutely crushed them. And then the last game, which was the Sugar Bowl, they going into halftime. Pat, they were down twenty to eight. Okay, nice. They come out of halftime. They win the game thirty six to twenty eight. They, they Tom Brady those motherfuckers. They absolutely dominated the second half. The team played phenomenal. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of the kids on the team. I couldn't be more proud of Colin. Um, so good for them, man. They played a hell of a game. They played in the team that they played in the championship. They had played the last week of the season, the regular season, and they got fucking destroyed. I think it was like See, that. That happens though, man. Them kids, they stop trying in that second half because they know they've got it unlocked. They already beat them once. They're up a second time. It's a mental game, and uh, it sounds like Collins' team was not ready to go down that path a second time. That's good for them. Yeah, they did. A mental great job. toughness is more important than anything else. They're gonna learn on that fucking field. Yeah, so they did a great job and uh, proud of them. Uh, and hopefully uh, next year it's even better. So, so the anyway. real title should be like they're like the big trouble little Chinas of the league because they're the best bad team out there. You love saying that that movie is the best bad movie of all time. Didn't you watch it with me? Don't I mean? No, I refuse to watch it. Oh, you should really give it a shot. That's mm, our pass. You watch Red Notice yet? No, I have not had the opportunity. The problem is every time I want to This motherfucker played 36 hours of video games on the last episode, and he just said, I have not had the time. Uh, What the fuck? Every time I think to watch it, it's like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm not, you know, I'm already tired and up during the day. Like, if I'm going to commit myself, and I know if I turn it on, I'm going to watch the whole thing. So I got to just decide when I'm going to do it, I guess. Maybe you should watch the first half of it. And then the next day, watch the second half of it, but pretend like it's a completely different movie like we did with this episode. You're giving it two different names. I like it. You should do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But anyway, let's get Later on, I'm going to show Miss Elizabeth all nine Godfathers. I don't get it. Because I'm going to break them down into an hour apiece. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I thought you were going totally different than that. I just want to throw this out there, Pat, that these three finger news stories i brought in i i brought up most of them uh contrary to what you believe multiple people brought in so the Chappelle one i got from every angle the do cat you want to know where from, do you want to know where huh? where i see the where they're supposed to go and how i know that these were part of, these are all me cuz i sent them into the email and those are the stories we're talking about that's what i know yeah no no that's uh that's fair the uh the Canine officer was Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth contributes more to this show than uh, I think anybody else. She might contribute more than fucking Erica at this point. Um, she constantly finds weird shit and. Sends you know, it speaking in. of people contributing to the show, did we? Why do is Miss Elizabeth doing all the work? No, no. Did we do something upset Dip Dizzy or something? I don't know. Let's uh, here. He's fucking crickets, man. I texted him last night because I saw that he was playing Call of Duty. It was like, hey man, yeah. you playing Call of Duty? Never fucking responded to my text. What a giant, giant piece. That's a great emoji for the show, by the way. I know it is. That's that's where I'm at, bro. I'm coming up with great stuff. Uh, so anyway, I'll get us started with this article. So Dave Chappelle says he'll reject former high school's honor if if his critics donate more than his fans. So um, the I believe it's the high school that he went to or the 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 art school that he went to. Is don't is uh let's see. Uh Chappelle he was due for an appearance at school to congregate uh being named in his honor. While he did pay a visit to the school before Thanksgiving, the theater naming was postponed to April. It admit backlash to give administrators a chance to open proper dialogue with students. However, the comedian took the Instagram over the weekend to give his critics a path to stop him from receiving the honor altogether. 
rather than just talk about it. So this is uh, the Duke Ellington School of the Arts in Georgetown. Uh, that's where he went to high school. So in true Chappelle fashion, he said, talk is cheap, unless I do it. Having the theater named after me is a great honor, although that was not my idea, aim, or desire. At the request of our beloved school's founder, Peggy Cooper, funny last name, I accepted, he continued. In April, I intend to honor that request. If you object my receiving this honor, I urge you to donate to the school, noting your objection. If you're in favor of the theater being named Chappelle, I urge you to donate to the school, noting your approval. Chappelle stated that he will gladly step aside if his critics donate a higher dollar amount to the school than those who approve or those who are neutral. If not, I will happily attend the naming ceremony. If you don't care enough to donate, please shut the fuck up forever. That's that's fair. I this is like this is exactly what you want Dave Chappelle to do. Dude, he's a classy Perfect. motherfucker. Uh the student body took to Duke Ellington High School was clearly split over the uh, opinions of Chappelle in the wake of the closer. When he did show up for a question and answer with students ahead of the holiday, some were quick to discuss the transphobia allegations head on. I'm 16, I think you're childish. You handed it like a child, a student said, adding Chappelle is a bigot. Political playbook reported Thursday after speaking to attendees in the event. My friend, with all due respect, I don't believe you can make one one of the decisions I have to make on a given day, he responded, according to students uh, re- recounting the event. Uh, Politico also reported that he responded to another antagonistic question from a student by saying, I'm better than every instrumentalist, artist, no matter what art you do in this school. Right now, I'm better than all of you. I'm sure that that will change. I'm sure that you'll be household names soon. Uh, This is the perfect answer. Uh, Here's the thing. Chappelle could have gone in there and apologized, and he could have looked like a fucking hypocrite, and he could have looked weak, and he could have looked a hundred different things, because he's going to continue being Dave Chappelle at the end of the day. What he did was he went in there to what everybody's target demographic should be, the youth, because the youth is the future. I used to think that was the funniest thing in the world when people would say it, but they really are. And how can these kids affect change without passion? So instead of being the guy that they wanted him to be, he went in there and said, fuck you. I'm better than you. That'll change, but not until you guys change it. Facts. I think it was beautifully handled. Um, back to our previous discussion, Erica said, um, let me say I was sending stuff to you guys on the reg, and then you stopped using it. So not reinforcing me to me to continue finding stuff. Sorry that you had to go behavioral analyst on us. Talk about reinforcing. <laughs> Erica, I uh, I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier, but we were talking about how funny the shit is that you do send. Um, I will try to use more of your stuff. I didn't realize that I was ignoring any of your stuff. I, not intentionally, I assure you. Pat, we're just giant pieces of shit. This morning, Erica got mad at me because I pooped. That's not an exaggeration. She got mad. You I'm going but... to assume so, there's more to that story. And no, look, so I've been huge into TikTok lately, and mainly because... Uh, here's the more. So, no, mainly because I see some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life on TikTok, right? So a big thing on TikTok is these guys saying, this is what I did today. This is why I had to apologize to my wife today, and they're like obscene things. So this is what happened. I got up this morning before Erica, okay? Typically, so we got a new puppy. The dog's name is McAfee. <laughs> I think we already discussed this on the show. But anyway, so um, usually I would not get up early to do this, but Erica has been getting up early every day in the middle of the night with the dog. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get up this morning. I'm going to go let Mackie out. I'm going to go let the other dogs out. And we're all going to stay downstairs and be a happy family and let Erica sleep in until I have to get ready for the show. So, so you're I, a happy family as long as Erica's not there. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. So, uh, so I went. So around eight thirty ish, I had a poop. So I went and pooped, and then I went upstairs to get Erica. And so, oh, and what and time I, were you done pooping? Um, nine o'clock. So I went okay. upstairs and got Erica. I walked into our room, 
She was already up on TikTok watching videos. And I said, oh, good, you're up. So I don't have to wake you up. Thanks for leaving me downstairs with the dogs by myself. Um, and then I farted. Okay. And it was a stinky fart, I guess. I didn't really smell it, but she said it smelled like awful. So I went downstairs and she followed downstairs after me. I was leaving to go get us coffee. And she goes, did you poop down here? And I'm like, yeah. And she got mad because it smelled like poop. Well, I'm sorry that I pooped. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So she was upset that she shit in the downstairs public toilet because instead of the upstairs private because toilet. The entire... She said not that you pooped, but because you leave the bathroom door wide open without spraying and the whole house fucking stunk. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, what if, I have to leave that door open. What if Arlo has to go poop himself? The kitty litter box is in that bathroom. So Damn. and I was doing her a service because I pooped in the downstairs bathroom while her and the child were upstairs. I kept my poop away from them. So see, I Damn. did everything right and she's still mad at me. So you know what? Fuck off. She said she said you had farted upstairs and then the smell continued downstairs. I could taste it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, let's get into this next story. Okay. Tom, this is about a former Louisiana cop and canine officer. He was sentenced to 20 years for sexually abusing his dog and possession of child porn. Tom, what I want you to think of while we're talking about this story, okay, is that, uh, oh, she said you can close the door for five minutes. Uh, you could also spray something, right? Just spray a little I don't spray. fruity stuff. Um, I don't like spraying stuff because then it smells like flowers and shit. Like, I'd yeah. rather just smell shit. I don't want my nose to be confused. Yeah, it's fucked up. I'm with Pat now. Uh, remember, remember the police officer from, I think, New Haven who killed the woman in the car accident? Or killed the police officer in the car accident in Las Vegas? Yeah, the police officer. That ki- yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want you to just have that story in mind. Former Louisiana cop and canine officer sentenced to 20 years for sexually abusing his dog and possession of child porn. Judge Louisiana this week sentenced a former police officer to spend up to 20 up to 20 years uh, behind bars for possessing child pornography and sexually abusing his dog. Uh, District Judge Michael Craig handed down the sentence to ex-Bozier City porn, uh, cop Terry Yetman, 40, who in August pleaded guilty to one count of possession of child pornography and five counts of sexual abuse of an animal. The sentence reportedly includes four years for each of five counts of sexual abuse to the animals and 20 years for the lone count of possession of child pornography. Two sentences were run concurrent for a total of 20 years. So that it's, it's two 20-year sentences, but they're served concurrently, meaning at the same time. Judge Craig also ordered Yetman to register as a sex offender. He was facing a maximum sentence of 45 years in prison. Uh, but he got 50% off because he's a cop. Yetman, who began working on the force in November 14, who uh, and who reportedly worked a stint in the canine unit, was arrested in December 2018 after a multi-month investigation that reportedly began with investigators looking into another uh, officer in that district uh, obtaining and distributing child pornography. In the course of that investigation, investigations re- Investigators reportedly discovered the online conversations between the original target and Yetman, in which Yetman said he would like to have sex with children, both boys and girls. Uh, Yetman reportedly asked the original target for a pair of used underwear that belonged to the target's seven-year-old daughter. The target provided the underwear to Yetman, who reportedly took them to the homes of other sex predators. A forensic examination of videos and images of Yetman's Apple iCloud account also showed him engaging in explicit sexual acts with his dog and images of pubescent and prepubescent children engaged in sexual activity. Uh, Upon Yetman's arrest, they took custody of the dog, which was eventually placed in a rescue shelter. Yetman was initially charged with 20 counts of sexual abuse of an animal by filming distribution and or possession of pornographic images and 20 counts of sexual abuse of an animal by engaging in sexual contact. Uh, many of the charges were dismissed after his attorney made a, made a plea deal with the prosecutors. <clears throat> That's really the whole story. Uh, Yetman has remained in custody since his arrest. Tom. 
This guy requested the under underwear of, we'll call it a co-worker's seven-year-old daughter. That guy gave it to him, and then he brought it to other uh, sexual deviants. He also apparently banged the dog like 20 times, or at least did something sexual with the dog 20 times. Uh, do you think 20 years in prison is enough? I, I get that there's two sentences that are running concurrently. Do you think that that's a fair punishment? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how to base these things. But because other, well, does it say that he had, or he would like to have sex with children, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't actually engage in anything with children other than taking kids' underwear and then sharing them with In possession pets. of child pornography. Hold on. Forensic examination videos and images the Edmonds Apple showed him engaging in explicit sexual acts with his dog and images. Oh, it's just images of uh children. Pubescent and prepubescent yeah, children, children engaged in sexual activity. Um Honestly, I mean he should be killed, but it like I don't know, man. 20 years is a long fucking time. How old is this guy? Like, that's another thing, right? By the time this guy gets out of prison, he's... Um, he's, he's 40, he'll so be he'll 60. be 60. Yeah, it's still not. I don't know. I, I don't think 20 years is enough, but... Like I said, he should be killed. Like... <laughs> I just, uh... Man... Hold on, I but the, the fucking guy that he worked with bringing his kids underwear to him that guy should be in prison as well that guy's clearly still under investigation because his name doesn't show up anywhere on this i assume that is a ongoing investigation yeah he should be uh, in prison as well what do you think Pat? why did you want me to keep the new haven guy in 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 mind uh because that guy killed somebody and they're like, Oh, it was an accident. And he, you know, he's close to the guy and they're friends. Um, so they kind of let him off light. This guy didn't kill anybody. Now I would take, uh, murder over sexual abuse any day. I know that not everybody agrees with me on that, but at least he ended somebody's life and didn't, you know, destroy their life moving forward. And they have to live with that pain. I mean, he destroyed plenty of other people's lives, and they have to live with that pain. I just... Well, and to be fair... The, to be the fair, two things, as far as prison sentences, are going to end up being fairly comparable. And I'm I'm just comparing them in my head. Well, in, in this case, right, and I'm, I'm just being non-biased, he did not luckily do anything, at least in this article, that shows that he did anything with a child. Other than look at... Okay, so... If you're a heroin dealer, but you don't have heroin in your system, is that better or worse? I, I ask because this guy's bringing seven-year-old panties to other sexual deviants, but he, there's no evidence that he was banging seven-year-olds. Doesn't that make him worse? No, but what I'm saying, but to, to your point, right? He didn't ruin anybody else's life other than his own and that dog's. So, uh, well, no, man. The argument there is if you're if you're perpetuating the use of child pornography, you know, oh, if you I... have these pictures, if you're sending these pictures, if you're bringing the panties to other people, it's worse. You're 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 making it possible for other people to do this. Your word of mouth is the best advertisement. You're keeping the the chain alive. I hear you. I see that point. So indirectly he did, but directly he did not ruin anybody's life. Yeah, it was all I, I indirect. Mean... It was all indirect. Yeah. It, he yeah. like there's no individual that he directly abused, which I think he didn't is the, light the fire, but he fueled it. Yeah, which I think is is the difference here, right? If this kid was touching seven year olds, is twenty years enough? No, but because it's indirect, I think twenty years. Like I don't know, man. It's like I said, we should just kill them all. We shouldn't even be talking about it. Just... You, you want to know what I really think about this? I think the guy got the sentence that he got because of the dog. 
I don't think anybody cares about the kids. Well, I don't think they care about the guy. I think this is 100% because he fucking diddled a dog. They were like, nope, he's getting two decades. Because I think that's what America cares about. That that might be true. That might be fucking true. All right, let's get into a feel-good story. Why you got to depress us all? I don't know. Is this other one going to be depressing? Maybe we should talk, talk about that one first. And then What's do that? Pat McAfee? No, the Otis Anderson Sr. Yeah, this one's oh, depressing. We'll we should do that. No, no, let's skip over Pat. We'll do Pat last. We'll do Otis Anderson. Oh my God. Top billing for fucking McAfee. It should be top billing. You see the article. It's fucking phenomenal. But it's a feel good story. It's a great way to end Three Finger News. All right. Otis Anderson Sr. reportedly shot and killed his son after. A dog bite. A lot of dog stuff going on. Uh, Former UCF running back Otis Anderson Jr. was shot and killed this week, and the circumstances surrounding his death are shocking. According to to a police report obtained by First Coast News, Anderson Jr. was shot by his father, Otis Anderson Sr., at his parents' home in Jacksonville on Monday evening. Denise Anderson, which is Anderson Jr.'s mother and Anderson Sr.'s, I guess, wife, Uh, told police that her husband was bit by their son's girlfriend's dog, which led to an argument. So basically what happens, I'm going to skip some of the story. Uh, (coughs) Dog bites Senior. Senior and Junior get into it. Senior and Junior go their separate ways. Turns out Senior had actually just gone outside to grab a gun. He comes back in after flipping a a reclining chair on his way out the door. Comes back in. Uh, Denise says that she then hears... Senior come back into the house, and she hears a gunshot, and she hears Junior scream, you shot me. Um, then she runs into this, the room, uh, starts hitting Anderson Senior with what they label a floor cleaning device. I'm going to call that a mop. I don't know that that's true. I bet it was something weird like the Swiffer wet jet, you know, so they didn't want to like put all that in. Um, but uh, then he takes a couple shots at her. She suffers some graze wounds. Uh, Anderson Sr. is charged with first-degree murder and attempted first-degree murder, and he appears on court uh, two days from now. He's being held without bond for now. That's crazy. This kid, Tom, not that his statistics matter, but he was 23 years old. He played for UCF from 17 to 20. He rushed for 2,182 yards, 17 touchdowns, 91 catches, over 1,000 yards, and nine touchdowns receiving. I uh, spent time with the Rams during the uh, training camp this past offseason. This kid's a pretty fucking good player. Was. Valid. Um, I think fucking it's crazy. So I believe his dad was a Super Bowl or, or was a football player as well. He was. Yeah, he played for the Giants. Uh, he won a Super Bowl with the Giants. I have to assume that. And this is strictly speculation. I wasn't there. I haven't read anything other than what we read here. Uh, I have to assume that the dad went fucking ham on this dog and kind of just beat the shit out of the dog. And then Junior stepped in and was like, yo, that's my girlfriend's dog. Quit beating the dog. Something to that extent. Why else would they be fighting? I mean, the dog shouldn't have bit him. We know that. It sounds like he should have shot the dog and not the kid. Uh, immediately. It sounds like that dog bit somebody and should probably be, uh, you know, Meet its fate. Well, you know, and here's now the if thing. it was a cat, we could let it go because they're majestic. Here, here's the thing with dogs biting people: is what was happening to cause the dog to bite? You know what I mean? Uh, Situation. What it sounds like this guy's got some anger issues, and maybe he was maybe he was getting a little too close, a little too loud, or a little too angry at the son or the girlfriend. Maybe. All right, this next one's going to be a doozy, but first. A word from our sponsors. Man, I tell you, that Anchor.fm, great app to use if you're looking to start up a podcast. Go check it out, guys. If you're looking to start and a podcast. easy? Woo, boy, is it easy. Boy, is it easy. That transition we did right there took us all of uh, 10 seconds, all because of Anchor.fm. And it was easier than all of your mothers in high school. And your mothers were all easy in high school. All right, so this... I fucked up. Uh... Woman on a Delta airline flight goes viral after allegedly breastfeeding her cat. Not to be confused with Pat. This was Pat. Trying to Tom, hold on one second. Hold on. 
I do this thing at work. When somebody says something, I always end, especially if it's about me, I always say, that was my father's name in high school, or that was my mother's name in high school. And somebody hit me the other day. I just thought of it because I just made fun of everybody's mom. I want you to know that that's not a you thing. That's a me thing. Um, somebody was like, yeah, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And I was like, that was my mother's name in high school. She had small tits. <laughs> it was a, a thoroughly enjoyable moment. All right, moving on. Pat, you want to tell just staring at me. You want to tell the people about this, uh, about this here? Yeah, a woman on Delta Airlines flight goes viral after allegedly breastfeeding her cat. Uh, thank you to 900 different people who sent me this story. I certainly have a reputation. Um, I love cats, and we report the news. And those two things being put together has led to literally everybody I've ever met mailed me this story to cover on the podcast. Thank you all. And yeah, I was the only one to send uh, it into the, to the email, so I get credit. <laughs> Uh, Delta Airlines is back in the news thanks to an unruly passenger, but not in the traditional form. This time around, the passenger's unruliness doesn't have anything to do with fistfights, masks, or any other sort of post-pandemic nonsense. The unnamed Air Delta Airlines passenger went viral for allegedly whipping out her breast to feed her cat. Yes, I read that right. We can't make this shit up. Yahoo News reports that the passenger was flying from Atlanta to Syracuse, New York, when the incident occurred. Though it's unclear when the flight happened, what's clear is that the ACARS, that's the Aircraft Communications Addressing and Reporting System, message from the plane first prompted this messy story to hit the wires. Uh, it says, Wreck Redcoat, meet AC Pax, passenger in seat 13A, is breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in its carrier when flight attendant requested. Redcoats on Delta Airline flights are elite airport customer service experts. So basically this is saying the, the fucking pilot or the the redcoat himself, the, the security on the plane, is reporting to the ground. Like, this chick has her titty out, she's feeding her kitty, <laughs> and... The uh, the the cat won't go back into the carrier. The woman will not take the boob away from the cat. Uh, Delta Airlines hasn't a, hasn't commented on the story. It's unclear to what punishment, if any, the woman faced for breastfeeding her cat on the flight. Tom, how many people are going to come to this woman's defense? I mean, we're in America. I don't know, man. You're probably going to find see... her. They said the cat was fucking like one of the articles I read. Dude, the cat was meowing. Like, super loud. Yeah, it was drowning in breast milk. It's fucking wild, dude. She was tortured. That person should be put in prison. That's cat abuse. That's animal abuse. That cat I, should uh, be, or that person should be put in prison. There has to be a difference between human and cat breast milk or nipple milk. I don't know what cats, I don't know if that's really breast milk. Of course there is. Whatever. Of course there is. So... <laughs> this fucking Looney Tune, which is the nicest way to describe this woman. What if you're the seat next to her? What? Like, how do you even have this conversation? What? Like, I didn't do anything. Hey, how was your vacation? You're like, you're not going to believe this shit. On my flight, there was kitties and titties. and Kitties and titties, my favorite. Yeah, like, there's so much to this story. This... Really, this would have been like a Christmas flight for me. But for everybody else involved, what is going on? Uh, dude, I don't know, man. Like, if I'm sitting on a flight, dude, and a lady rips out her tit next to me to start breastfeeding a cat, I'm hitting the fucking well, right, and the cat's, the cat's not latching on. Like, a child latches on, and you don't really see breastfeeding take place. Dude, you see did I head sitting against a boob. Yeah, and right? the cat's head's, like, fucking this big, like, three inches big. Like, come on. Not only that, but she's like, she's squeezing her nipple into the cat's mouth. This cat is not suckling on the teat. Well, no, so they said now, that. One of the articles I read was that she was trying to get the cat to attach. What the fuck? Now, she's feeding Catula, which is like Dracula the cat. And <laughs> oh my god. I don't... <laughs> what I... the fuck is going on with this woman? Yo, so I saw on TikTok. This is my Aunt Kathy. My Aunt Kathy, there's no way it wasn't her. I'm going to call her. <laughs> there was a, 
why is she does she have breasts like that's the other thing right it had to be somebody probably under the age of 50 like i only see i mean the woman had to be had to be lactating yeah so like what the fuck well who knows because one of the videos we showed we saw we had a guy trying to breastfeed a child the sick fucks um I saw this TikTok the other day. It was of a European flight, and it was of this lady fucking losing her mind on a flight before it took off, demanding that the stewardess change this. So I guess in Europe, you don't have to wear a fucking mask on a flight right now. Okay. Okay. So he's not wearing a mask, and he's not vaccinated. Or maybe he was wearing a mask because he wasn't vaccinated. But this lady refused to sit next to this guy because he wasn't vaccinated and she was like he's putting my health at risk it's your it's the law that you have to move him and I'm like nope we don't we don't we're not going to it's a full flight we're not going to move his seat blah 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 and it it went on for a while and then you know led with her getting kicked off the flight with everybody applauding because she was fucking crazy <sighs> This should have been the Karen of the Week. I thought about that, but this Karen of the Week that I got is fire, so. That's valid. Uh, Erica did say back uh, back when we were talking about the dog biting the dead, dogs give warning signs. That's true. It was a hypothetical. Uh, we don't know that that's what happened as far as, like, why the, the, the bite happened or anything like that. Um, also, I don't speak dogs, so if a dog bites me, it's getting punched right in the fucking face because I didn't know what the warning sign was. Until the well, dog starts speaking English, I hate dogs. Do you understand what a growl means? That's typically what yeah, a warning like, sign is. I mean, there are dogs that growl all day, every day. Yeah, I don't know what dogs you're talking about, but okay. All right, Pat. So on to some better news since you've depressed the whole listenership. Titties and w- titties never depresses anybody. I want to put this out there, right? So I get a lot of heat for my love for Bat McAfee. I got a lot of heat for my love of Nick Merckx. Um, I get a lot of heat because I am obsessed with guys in a field that I want to uh, take off in, right? In the social media, gaming, podcasting, uh, basically. You don't get upset. You you don't get heat for your love for these people. You get heat for your obsession with these people. And you don't get heat for your obsession for the fact that these guys are in a field that you're aiming towards. You get heat. Because you want to butt fuck these guys. You want these guys to butt fuck you. That's what the heat's from. That's butt fuck heat. However you want to put it, Pat, um, I get a lot of flack. And this is this is just another example of why I'm so in tune these guys, why I'm so obsessed with them. And it it's like I got a lot of shit for going down to Tampa to go to the M Fan barbecue for next marks. Now that was a guy who's made millions and millions of dollars off of people watching him play video games. That's essentially what he does, right? Now he spreads positive vibes, and that's why he probably has gotten to where he is, but what he does is he gives back to the community that has given him everything, right? And I love that shit. He's down to help people in need. Last year, he gave out like $250,000 for Christmas. He's going to do the same thing this year. He threw that M-Fan barbecue that cost him half a mil. Like, he just does shit for people and he doesn't have to he could be a piece of shit and he could sit by and say keep giving me millions and i'm gonna keep on living my best life so i stumbled across this the other day i now listen i've been listening to a lot of the pat McAfee show as of late because of the whole aaron Rodgers thing plus i've gotten really back like football sports betting he's sponsored by fandal so i'm listening to what they're doing for sports bets and this just came across my news feed the other day on facebook uh so he didn't come out and say it on his show or anything like that um, on December 3rd, uh, a news reporter in Pittsburgh did this. So uh, December 3rd, 2.56 a.m., uh, despite being a constant refrain from the Pat McAfee on his daily radio show, today we just cannot do that. McAfee is a, per- a Pittsburgh native and a former Indianapolis Colts punter, gave back to his hometown on Thursday, donating $2 million to Plum Athletics. During his time at Plum, he was a three-sport athlete playing football, volleyball, and soccer. From there, McAfee went on to play as a kicker in West Virginia from 2005 to 2008. 
I am so lucky to grow up in Plum McAfee said on KDKA's living room sports in June 2020. Hardworking people, great people, and the greatest sandwich shop in the world, Rudy Subs. For eight seasons, McAfee quote-unquote kicked balls, as he described it for the Indian, Indianapolis Colts. After retiring in 2016, McAfee turned to media business, starting his own podcast. Um, and there's pretty much... Um, how much would you pay to either be present live for one game or to watch on a live stream one game of Pat McAfee playing volleyball but wearing one of the female handball outfits that they uh, had so much heat over the Olympics with? I wouldn't pay, any money. I wouldn't pay any money to do that. Okay, Tom, just, name, just give us a number and we'll multiply it into the thousands because we know it's a thousand at least. How many thousands? I wouldn't... <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, I'm just saying, man. Pat, the fact that you're not all about this, dude, is really upsetting to me. Like, this guy didn't have to go do that, um, but he understands that his hometown is, you know, it built him into the person he is. He's humble. He gives back. I fucking love it, man. I love it. Good for him. This should be on fucking every news station across America for this guy. When, When did I say I'm not about it? You're talking shit to me, talking to me about him playing volleyball. And fucking girls' shorts. It was a third. First off, that's a thong, not shorts. Second, it was a thought that came up as you were reading the story. I'm all for Pat McAfee giving some of his hard-earned money back to the community that made him. I think that more people should do it. And I think that we spend the majority of our time focusing on people who are gigantic pieces of dog turd. And we don't focus enough time on positive news. I think it was a great story to run on the podcast. I also think that you deserve the buttfuck heat because you want to buttfuck him. That's all. I do not want to engage in anything sexual with Pat McAfee. I, I'll tell you this. I don't know. I would be so starstruck if I ever met him, dude. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be all giddy and shit. Like, like he's awesome. He's awesome. Do you he's think hilarious. that you would be able to speak? No. No. Like, not he was shot. like, hey, Tom, I heard you're a big fan. You should be like, bleh, bleh. I'd be like, uh, 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 Pat, Pat. Pat's my co-host on my podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how that would go. It'd be bad. Um, but I'm just saying, man, great dude, great dude. Him and fucking Nick Merckx, great people. Uh, I love to see it. I love to see the feel-good stuff. Um, I love to see the positivity, man. I like, you know, I want to see it. Like my life has really changed to the positive because of these people. Because those, if you, you know, and I've. I've really embraced this over the last, I don't know, three, four years. If you surround yourself with positivity, positivity, your life is more positive, right? And we all have bad shit that happens to us. We all do. It happens. There's going to be negative parts of our lives. But if you surround yourself with positivity and positive people, you're generally you're just going to be happier. You know what I mean? Um, two things. One, uh, Erica said I would have to do the talking if you met Pat, Pat McAfee, which is hilarious because she absolutely would have to do the talking. Yep. Uh, two, is there someone in your life, and I, I don't know who it would be, but anyone in your life who has constantly told you that attitude is contagious and you should really be positive, even if you have to force it, even if you have to fake it. Shut the positive, fuck up. Shut the fuck up. We got to get into this TikTok. Uh, okay, okay. Just making sure. Listen, your positivity is fake positivity. I'm saying uh, genuine. I'm happy all the time. How the fuck is that fake positivity? I'm in a good it's mood. It's fake. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. That is annoying. Um, my house caught on fire, and I was like, "Fuck it, we're going on vacation. We'll fix it when we get back." <laughs> That's not fake positivity, bro. Anyway, all right. Why am I being pulled over? Oh boy, you were speeding. All right, all right. We got a so, little sneak peek into the uh, Karen of the week. Yeah. So, I. I don't know if this is staged or not. I really hope it's not because um it's fucking hilarious. This cop. So this is this is a police officer on what looks like a routine traffic stop in a suburban neighborhood. Yes. And I'm gonna assume it's a white cairn. So Yes. Um I can't make this any bigger, so this is just what we're gonna have to do. What? This registration, what? I didn't do anything. Ma'am? Why am I being pulled over? Ma'am, you were speeding? Like I was not please. speeding. I was going 30 and a 30. This is ridiculous. I'm filming you because I think this is ridiculous. I am 
you know, in a nice car. It, this is a great neighborhood. I don't understand why I'm getting pulled over. This is ridiculous. Ma'am, speeding is speeding no matter where you are. Speeding? I wasn't speeding. You aren't giving me anything other than I was speeding. I wasn't hang on, speeding. Hang on, hang on. What is the... Can we break? I just, I didn't plan on being on camera today. Hang on one second here. Let me, uh... Break? What? You know, you wake up out of bed, you don't plan on being on camera. Look, Sir, this is wasting my time. Is the lighting good? The lighting? Is the lighting good? I, is it, I gotta go. I'm leaving. Well? Sir, this is oh, ridiculous. Hang on, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. What? Okay, can we just re can we what cut? What is can happening? Can Sir, can you are cut? wasting my time. I have no. to go. No, can we just cut that? I'm late to pick up my children from school. I'm gonna, I'm gonna school. say cut. I'm gonna say action, okay? Cut? And, oh, so that's part one of this video. Yes, it's fucking What's fucking fantastic is this guy takes his shades off. He's in her window, the reflection that he's cast on her window. And he's doing his hair. He's wiping his sweat. He's doing everything he can to be camera ready. And this woman is super pissed because he's just wasting her time. Um, but I think his entire reaction is because she's saying, I'm filming you because this is ridiculous. We went, well, fuck, if you're filming 30 me, and a 30. I, I want to look as good as I can really? for the film. Which is hilarious. It's a perfect reaction. This is how police should react. By the way, this woman, super fucking racist. And I realized she didn't drop an N-bomb, but she did say this. I don't know why you pulled me over. I'm driving a nice car in a great neighborhood. Oh, so he should only pull over people with less than perfect cars in less than perfect neighborhoods, you cocksucking piece of shit. So I don't think she's racist, right? But that's white privilege. Like, if there's white privilege, this, like, that self-entitlement, I have nice things, so I shouldn't be bothered. Like, Yeah, I can afford a nice car, so don't pull me over. Well, man, that's not, that's not at all how it works. It's not like... You, you have to go 30 unless you are driving an Audi, and then you can go 45. Yeah, you stupid bitch. So anyway, let's, this is part two. 30 and a 30, and yeah, you're well, we wasting my bit. time now. We gotta bump it up a little bit, okay? We gotta, uh, let's say you're going 100. Maybe that, that'll 100? be really good on camera. And also, are you shooting for YouTube, TikTok? Is this for, uh... Facebook? Is it, who's this, who are you shooting for? Uh, for myself, because this is ridiculous, uh, and I knew something okay, like this well, was going to happen when you pulled me over doing nothing wrong. Well, with that attitude, we're not going to be able to put it anywhere. So let's say let's just do it for TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. All right, we'll do that. Okay, give me an action. Give me five seconds. Action. Okay. What? License and registration, ma'am. Is this a joke? Is that good? I think it'd be better. Okay, let me see. What this. are you? This is the craziest thing. I'm so glad. License and registration, ma'am. How's that? Is that good? Is that pretty good? Was okay. Like, ah, ah. You know, you get a mouthful of marbles here. Sometimes you get nervous. Just nervous on camera. I just, you know, it's been a while since I've been on camera. Okay, here we go. This, I, I don't, I don't okay. think I've ever seen anything the tip, like the this. The nose, the tip, the tongue, the teeth. The nose, the tip, the tongue, the teeth. Come on, come on. Oh my! Thirty and a thirty, and, and you're yeah, wasting my. It's fucking awesome. I hope that woman got a three hundred dollar ticket. I hope. Yeah, I hope. Like, I also hope uh, that she goes to court to fight it and plays that video so that everybody in the courtroom <laughs> just dies laughing. It's just that lady has something wrong with her. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, like I said, man, this tick. Oh, what? shit. The fuck was that? You do? I didn't. I don't know. The old one started right. playing or something. Time, she's going to keep playing videos. I fixed it. I fixed it. We're good. Um, yeah. So, Pat, is there anything? So, let's talk about some football since. Uh, since uh, we got some more time to fill here, so you think, based off our last episode, which was approximately an hour and a half ago, um, you think that because you refuse to give Green Bay, because Aaron Rodgers is on the team, you refuse to give them their due. You know how they say you got to bet with your brain and not with your heart? I follow that rule in every aspect of life. I really do. Uh, other than like Miss Elizabeth, I will I will lead with my heart. My mother, I lead with my heart. Uh, my, well, you know what? My family, I lead with my heart. And really, any gambling scenario, you guys I lead with how my brain. Did. You notice how you huh? say Tom? Real nice. I said family. You're my brother. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, how about... I, I can't remember what Miss Elizabeth said, but somehow I made it about you. And, uh, oh, because I told her, <laughs> I told her that I tell everybody that I have AIDS because if I die, nobody's going to want to fuck her because she has AIDS too if I have AIDS, right? So up. she she said something about 
like, so you're afraid that I'm going to hook up with one of your friends? And I was like, I, I said something. I was like, oh, so Tommy's not fucking good enough for you? And she was like, that's not what I said at all. And I'm like, oh, wow. So you want to fuck Tommy? Holy shit. You want to fuck my brother, Tommy? That's disgusting. That's my family member. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The, uh, the, the, see, I, I called you family then, too. You're my family, man. I probably, if I grew my hair back I pro- and grew my beard a little bit longer, I probably could fuck her because we look so much alike. There you go. And um, she wouldn't even know. So, uh, no, the only time that I truly, because Indy doesn't have uh, dipshit anymore. Who was that guy that retired early? Andrew Luck? Yeah, I didn't like Andrew Luck, so I would bet against Andrew Luck for no reason. So really, the only person left in my life who I bet <laughs> against, just out of spiteful hatred, is Aaron Rodgers. And to be fair, I have bet the Packers to win multiple times this year. I'm just not going to give you the satisfaction of saying that they're one of the top teams. Maybe, maybe top 50%. I'll give you that. You're they're not one of the worst teams in the league. What do you think about the Niners? Huh? Niners looking good here late in the season. Niners? They're turning it uh, on. I don't think that the Niners are going to go anywhere this year, but I, uh, I have nothing against the Niners. I guarantee you the Niners made the playoffs. They're sitting uh, in- I buy that. So that's going somewhere. Okay. What the fuck? They started their season out like two and five or some shit. It was rough. <laughs> it was a rough start. They're on, a, they're, they're on a streak. You know who's getting really hot too right now is uh, Miami. And Miami's playing the Giants today. And I think I think they won four straight. I think today's going to be five. I think uh, they're definitely going to beat uh, the Giants today easily. So of the teams we've talked about, I have the Niners picked, I have Miami picked, and I have... Where's Green Bay? Green Bay's on a bye. Oh. Then, you know what? I think Green Bay's going to win their bye week. They will if Aaron Rodgers... Because Aaron Rodgers, he said on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday that he may need to get surgery on that toe next week. Um, But it's such a minor surgery that he wouldn't miss any time. They're going to see how he feels going forward. So, about the surgery. It's too bad he's got to get surgery. Well, but he, like you said, it's it's going to be so minor, it's not even that big a deal. Um, if he needs to get it at all. Uh, you know who sucks? Like, bad? Who's Russell, that? Russell Wilson. And, for that matter, Lamar Jackson is fucking trash. Uh, I mean, the Ravens are in the top of the league at the time. Yeah, but their record... Uh, like that's The Seahawks not, are not doing well. No. But in Lamar Jackson, is fucking awful, dude. He's the only quarterback in 50 fucking years or like 70 years to win a game after throwing four picks. And they won by a field goal. And that was because I think they were playing the fucking Bears. That's, they're just awful. But what you're saying is he's accomplished something that no other quarterback in 50 years has accomplished. And that's why he's awful. He's fucking awful, Pat. Have you watched? I don't the know game why with... you hate Lamar Jackson so bad. Because I hate that people love Lamar Jackson. That Who's Lamar is, Jackson's uh, fucking the cornerback for the Ravens? That's so good. I can't think of his name. Uh, I it, thought you were going to ask me who his doppelganger was, and it's the Predator from the movie Predator. Uh, no, Lamar Jackson's cornerback does these videos with his son. His son is like I don't know six, eight years old, and they're fucking amazing. The kid is so nasty at like reading game film and stuff, but he's a kid. So, you know, he'll be like, okay, like, daddy's number 27. Sometimes he's seven, sometimes he's 27, whoever the guy is. Um, so he brings him to a cafe, and he's going to meet Lamar Jackson. And uh, the dude walks in, and he's like, hey, man, you, you know who I am? And he's like, oh, my God, are you really him? And he's like, yeah, man, what's up? And he's like, dad, how do you know Patrick Mahomes? Dude, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's no Patrick Mahomes, for sure. <laughs> he's old. He, he, uh, he eventually figured out that it was Lamar Jackson. He couldn't say Lamar. He kept calling him something else. It was fucking hysterical. Yeah, I got to tell you. Lamar Jackson fucking sucks. I it's hate amazing Lamar. that you think that, man. It's, you, your hatred for Lamar Jackson makes no sense, unlike my totally hate- pure and justified hatred of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the difference is, is it's the exact opposite. Your hatred for... Rodgers makes no sense, and mine for Lamar is 100% accurate. They were talking about this guy we'll being the fucking... Disagree. 
they were talking about this guy being the MVP of the league. Like, how the fuck would he be an MVP race? The motherfucker Dude, throws... for the first time in 50 years, this motherfucker won a game after throwing four picks. That's MVP of the league material right there. Yeah, okay. You're so fucking annoying. Anyway. Do you think that they're going to beat the Steelers today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably do. Yeah. Unfortunately. The Steelers are fucking trash, too. Uh, Big bad. Ben apparently confidentially, which you know, a secret, so, you can so keep a secret be between last... three people if two of them are dead. Yeah, yeah, he told some of his teammates that this is his last year as a Steeler. Uh, I think this is his last year playing football. I don't. Where the fuck would he, dude? He's old. He's hemmed up, dude. He's done. They said Think that about Brady. They said that about Favre. No, the difference is is that Brady was still competitive. Roethlisberger is not competitive. He's trash. What's He's old. I don't know. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't follow the Steelers. Oh, the Steelers have a bye week too, huh? Oh, no. They're, they're playing no, the Ravens. They're playing the Ravens. Jesus Christ, you are dumb. Yeah, my bad. Uh, well, while the Steelers' offense is certainly underperforming, their defense is also underperforming, so maybe it's not all Big Ben. It is Big Ben. He's part of the problem. Like, and I'm not saying, like... Listen, you put them on a team like, uh, like if you put them on a team like Tennessee, right? Where where if Derrick Henry's uh, healthy, they have a good run defense or good run offense, and he's throwing you know twenty passes a game. You know that's a little bit different. You know what I mean? But he's not, and not to say like the Steelers have a great running back in that Najim Harris guy. Um, but it's just like they rely, they get down early and they rely too much on him to make plays. And they're just not good, man. Roethlisberger, he did does not see, look good. Did you see that Kurt Warner, his life was made into a movie? Yeah, it's coming out on Christmas. I'll tell you what, man. We've talked about Kurt Warner before. He's a fucking remarkable human being. I can't wait for that movie. I cannot wait because he's got a great story. I'm glad it's being told. Griff is going to hate that fucking take. Why? He doesn't like Kurt Warner? He doesn't think his life should have been made into a movie. Oh. He was like, who the fuck? (laughs) I'm pretty sure his quote was, who the fuck watched watched a movie about Kurt Warner? I'm pretty sure that was his quote. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Shocking that Griff and I are not seeing eye to eye on something. On everything. Um, I was a little upset with Griff, too. He he just went down to Florida, right? And he told me that he was listening to us in the airport, and he had, like, a, a huge... He was listening to us and made, like, this huge note that he was going to send into us. And then he got on a plane and forgot about it and went back and reread it. And then he ended up fucking file nine in it and just said, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm not going to send it in. And I'm like, I fucking love it, dude. When you send it, fucking shit, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Griff, so, you should have sent it. So again, you guys heard this shit on Tuesday. It came out. I'm not sure when you're listening to it. You will also get a show on Thursday. We'll be back Wednesday night live. On uh, Twitch and YouTube, as always, uh, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash no9media, or uh, the YouTube page, the uh, number nine with Tommy podcast. Uh, we should have the links out. I'll, I'll make some links where you guys can donate and put them in the show descriptions on, on all the platforms. So if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be on there if you're watching the YouTube streams. For the Twitch streams, they'll be in there where you guys can go donate. Um, well, I'll figure out a way to tally up everything so that you guys can, you know, we're keeping track and how much you guys are helping donate to the cause. And uh, again, if you guys know somebody that uh, is in need, um, or if you're in need yourself, don't hesitate to reach out. We definitely want to help as many people as we can. Um, whether it means, you know, like I said, just sending them a hundred dollar gift card to get some food for the family or something like that. Um, anything you want to add, Pat? Uh, I think we've covered all our bases. Number Niners. Hold on, I say. hold on, hold on, hold on. Pat, you got any money in your FanDuel account? I uh, deleted my FanDuel. What? That was my promise to myself. I said I'm going to put 100 bucks in. I think it was actually 125 If the money runs out, it's over. At the casino, uh, we put uh, a shit ton of money between the four of us we just all parlayed everything that we wanted to. Uh, and I did it in the app as well. 
uh, to uh, Villanova, <laughs> Tennessee game, Villanova taking Tennessee and UNC taking their opponent. UNC, uh, unfortunately, stayed about six points behind the entire game. Then there was a nine-point run where they were way behind. Then they came back and they were up by one point at one point. And then at the end of the game, they fell to pieces, which is what we all uh, were told was going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. You didn't take the points. So huh? as soon as as soon as the money was gone, it was there was like thirty-four cents left in my account. I canceled the account because I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, bro. Well, Pat, here you go. You ready? Real quick before uh, before we leave, I want to. This is two days later, so you guys will have heard my picks um, after they happen, and we'll find out if uh, if they hit or not. Ooh, I like right. this. Ravens and Steelers to each score a rushing TD and one passing TD today. Plus 320. Well, I got some times to see to see if I'm going to make that bet. I like that, though. I kind of like that. Put 50 bucks on that. Wouldn't you a quick 150 or something like that? 175? <coughs> All right, so this is what I got. My bets. I got the PMI Super Boost, which is the Vikings minus two and a half, and the Buccaneers minus two and a half. If they both win, I win fifty bucks. I got a thirteen game parlay, Pat. You ready? I took all money lines. Ready? Okay. I got the uh, Vikings over Detroit, the Dolphins over uh, the, the Giants, the Cardinals over the Bears, the Colts over Houston, Philly over the Jets, Chargers over the Bengals. Bucks over the Falcons, Raiders over the Washington football team, Rams over Jacksonville, uh, Ravens over Steelers, Niners over Seattle, the Chiefs over the Broncos, and the Patriots over the Bills. Then I took, uh, I got a five-leg parlay, which uh, was a $19 bet. If it hits, I win 480 I got the Vikings minus 7.5 against Detroit. The Dolphins minus six and a half against the Giants. The Bears plus seven and a half over the Cardinals. Uh, the Colts minus ten against Houston, and the Rams minus thirteen against Jacksonville. Now I took this little teaser bet. You ready? Yeah. So I took a plus eleven teaser. So what that does that moves the the points line eleven points to my favor. So I got Minnesota actually getting three and a half against uh, the Vikings or the Lions. Uh, the Dolphins getting four and a half against the Giants. The Bears getting 18 and a half against the Cardinals. The Colts getting a point against Houston. And the Rams minus two against Jacksonville. Um, if that one hits, I, th- that was a $56 bet. If that one hits, I'll win 117 Or my total payout will be 117 so I double my money. Um, so those are my bets for today. Hopefully, if they all hit, 115 16. Looking at like a two grand day if all this hits. I like it. So none of it's going to happen. How much did you bet to get to tw- two grand? Uh, Two grand, I bet a total of 50, 60, 106, <laughs> oh uh, 116, 130. Okay. 130, but with those, like, that teaser bet I made, right, that one covers my, like, that covers the two bets combined. You know what I mean? So it's a wash. Like, yeah. I don't see a way of me not hitting that plus 11 teaser, but, hey, it could happen. You know what I mean? But, right. like, I don't see a way of it happening. Um, the Pat McAfee one, I think, is a gimme. So that's, you know, that's why I threw 50 on it because um, that's paying out an even 100, and that moved the line like four or five points for both those teams. Um, the 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 original five-game parlay and a 13-game parlay, obviously, if those don't hit, they don't hit. But one of them was a $10, like the 13-game parlay, I used a $10 bonus bet I got back. So it really cost me nothing. Okay. Like I made other bets to get that 10 bucks, So it was money back in my pocket that I lost. So it was free money. Tom, overall, where are you at? Have you made or lost money? Uh, overall, if you look at my, actually, we were looking at this at pool the other night because it tracks. So, like every spin of the roulette wheel, it tracks that as money spent and money earned. Right. Right. It's not like, okay, so you went in with a hundred bucks and you left with ninety bucks. 
No. It's so like you lost ten, right? No, it's so if you went up fifty. No, it's you bet seven hundred and won six hundred and ninety, so you yeah. lost ten bucks. Yeah. So my account balance, right? This is a little embarrassing. Um my winnings, six thousand eight hundred and eighty seven dollars and sixteen cents. Okay. My bets, six thousand five hundred and thirty five dollars and ninety one cents. So three hundred bucks. Three hundred and fifty bucks. Um so yeah, but remember, I started out up a thousand. Oh, I remember. So I've lost seven hundred of that thousand, but luckily I, you know, I've stayed around, you know, three hundred. I'm still positive. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I haven't lost money. Um, but it's funny how it groups the two of them together. You know what I mean? My yeah. casino and my and my sports betting. I would like to see a way that I could break off the two. So, um, and I'm luckily sure because coming to the app, I'm sure there will be enough people who want that, that it'll happen one day. Well, and I'm lucky that it's under 600, so I don't have to pay taxes on it. So that's cool. There you go. Anyway, Pat. All right, brother. Number nine, I say good day.